10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Discussing everything about the afterlife and spirit world. Hey, 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 guys. Welcome to Tipperary for another hour. How is everybody? My goodness, I can't believe we're into the third week of February already, or of January. <laughs> I'm nearly ahead of myself. The third week of January already. It feels like Christmas came and went, and I didn't even acknowledge it. Hey, Megan, how are things? I know you're already in Tipperary, <laughs> but you're welcome always here. Hey, guys. So as I said, if you were on my Facebook page earlier tonight, I want to talk a little bit about spirit signs. Hey, Martina, thanks for joining in. So, um, yeah, I want to talk a little bit about spirit signs. I want to adjust my sound first, though, because I seem to be hearing myself back in my ears, which I don't want to do. Um, so, yeah, let me just adjust this. How is everybody this week? Anyway, it's been for those of us here in Ireland, it's really been a tough week. There's been a lot going on, um, you know, in the media we had. A horrific attack on a young girl in the Midlands and it's just been all over the place. So I want to say hello to everybody and as always I talk a lot about gratitude but let's be grateful that we're here okay let's be grateful that we got another week here um you know it's it's just been it's been a difficult world let's just say it that way. So I suppose tonight, um, as I say, I just want to talk a little bit about spirit signs and I will get around to, yes, Martina, that poor girl, um, you know, I try not to talk too much about stuff online because I get castigated from all sides about using people's, um, you know, tragedies to further my own business. So I really um, try not to say too much about it, but it's really been a tough, tough week. And it's I have to acknowledge that it's been a tough week for every man on the island of Ireland, too, because everyone's getting blamed for a lot of stuff. And I think a bit of perspective is required. Um, yeah, look, that man was charged at Hullamore Court tonight. I see there was a crowd of people waiting outside the courthouse for him. And, you know, you'd wonder sometimes, would it not be better off to for the police to just hand uh, the suspect over or the, if he, well, I suppose we have to know he's, he's guilty first, right? But um, they seem to be pretty sure they've got the right guy. It's just, it's a horrible world. And it's a horrible world to be raising children in and trying to figure it all out in our heads. But anyway, let's concentrate on the afterlife and the spirit world tonight. Um, so I want to talk about your ability to communicate with spirit, okay? Because look, um, I'm a psychic medium, but I'm not any different to any of you, okay? Really and truly, um, we're all mediums, okay? Everybody here is a medium. You just, some of us, um, haven't used the ability yet. So I don't say that it's a gift. I say um, that it's an ability. Okay. Um, 
And it's like, I liken it to singing. Some of you would have heard me say this before. I liken it to singing. All of us can sing. And we all sing in the shower or when we're on our own in the car. We're not as good as good at it as some people. Some of us are, we just, you know, haven't developed it. But we can take singing lessons to develop our ability to sing, okay, and make ourselves sound better. And it's the same with regards to connecting with spirit. We all have the ability to do it. We just haven't, um, you know, we haven't developed it. We haven't um, explored it, you know. So it's, it, to all intents and purposes, it's like taking a German class or a French class and all this kind of stuff. Okay, so Lottie's telling us that her little boy is six and he keeps telling her that his little sister is with him. So interested to learn and hope I can help him with the skills. Of course you can, you know, and I would say, you know, don't necessarily rush anybody. Don't ask them questions, but listen when they're ready to talk. Okay. So you don't necessarily need a medium to get signs from spirit. Okay. You can do this yourself. I totally get that. A lot of people will say to me, oh, you know, I, I really need a conversation with them or not. Um, oh, Liz is saying that, um, she said, believe it or not, but it's the truth. Every time I'm here on the podcast or on Facebook, she gets the smell of her husband's aftershave for a few minutes. So, you know, that tells me, Liz, that you're a clairgussiant medium. Okay. And we'll talk about that um, in a minute, but it's his way of letting you know that he's around. Okay. Um, and also I suppose tonight, particularly, I want only when I'm on, <laughs> um, maybe he likes the sound of my voice. <laughs> I tell you, he wasn't watching my video today. I, I, I feel a little bit, um, slack today because my ears, and that's probably why the earphones are annoying me tonight because my ears are playing up again. Um, I want to talk, um, specifically when we're talking about getting signs from spirit, I want to, um, you know, talk a little bit about how they can give us clarity in our life decisions, because, you know, I can't teach you all how to be mediums in uh, one hour podcast. <laughs> OK, I would love to do that, but it's just not possible. It takes a lot of practice and a lot of development. OK, so um, I just want to talk about getting the, the signs OK from them and what kind of signs you can expect OK, um, you know how they give us signs, what they might mean. Um, and also, I think getting signs from the spirit world, it helps to kill any fears that we have um, about, um, you know, never hearing from them again or not having their guidance or all that kind of stuff. OK, um, you know, because it's the first thing we worry about, isn't it? Um, you know, when someone's gone, we say we'll never see them again. We'll never have their, you know, conversation with them again. They'll never be able to give us advice again. We think of all these things. And that's not true because, of course, they can give us advice. Hey, Colin. Hey, Maggie. Hey, everybody. Hey, Nicola, Jennifer. Um, so what I say is that, you know, um, as we're growing up and Lottie was talking about her little boy, you know, these are all the things that I that were said to me, you know, when I used to say things as I was growing up, you know, sure, that's all nonsense. OK, everybody says that's all nonsense. Sure, when you're dead, you're dead. How many of us have heard that? When you're dead, you're dead. <laughs> sure, that's only your imagination. <laughs> OK, these things have and they're still said to me on a regular basis. You'd want to watch the comments that I get on Twitter sometimes. Or you need to see someone for that. Okay. 
um, or the one that I hear every single day is sure if you're a lot uh, if you're a psychic why did you not win the lottery okay <laughs> Elaine says she's been told that loads of times exactly and you know what I say to people I say you know maybe what I do isn't for you I don't like sushi I say the same thing all the time I don't like sushi you know but I don't go around making fun of people that like sushi um you know so let let's hurt them all hey lolly thanks for joining in so like you know we shouldn't go around you know making fun of other people because they do something just because it's not for us okay so um as i said learning mediumship is like learning a new language because spirit communicate with us but they communicate in a different way so it's it's exactly like if someone walked into the room and started speaking in greek okay and i was translating for you okay now i should clarify that i don't speak greek but um, if someone was to come in here and start talking in a different language and i was translating that for you that's all i'm doing as a medium it's just that i understand the language that spirit speak okay sometimes i get it wrong we'll discuss that in a minute because we all interpret things differently okay so there's different ways and any of you who've had a reading with me you'll have heard me say this before there's different ways that people connect with spirit okay or i should say that spirit connect with us but we as humans we have ways of connecting with each other in life okay so we have voice and language we've eye contact facial expression hand gestures body language we've all these ways of, of you know making ourselves known to the people around us and it's the same with spirit they've got a certain amount of ways that they can make themselves known or that they can show us what they want to show us um, or give us the messages they want to give us. Okay. And the only difference between mediums, because obviously we know that any medium can connect with spirit. The only difference between mediums is the way that they connect. So it would be the same as if you were looking for a translator and the translator said, I speak Greek or I speak Italian or I speak German or whatever it might be. Okay. So it's the same way that you would look for a medium. So you would need to think of um, the medium's ability and compare that to the personality of your loved one in spirit. So for example, if you have a loved one in spirit that was extremely shy in life, okay? Well, you're not going to um, go to a medium that can hear them, okay? Because, um, they're not going to talk. Your medium is a stranger. So if they didn't talk to strangers in life, why would they talk to strangers in death? Okay. And if they came through all chatty and everything, you turn around and be honest, you turn around and say to me, that's not my loved one. Cause my loved one was, was, um, wouldn't have said boo to a goose. Okay. You would. Um, so they're going to come through in a way that you can recognize them. Okay. And if they were quiet in life, they will also be quiet in death. Okay. So if they didn't speak to strangers in life, they're not going to speak to strangers in death. So you're not going to go to a medium that can hear them. You're going to go to a medium that, that can see them or that can feel their energy. Okay. So there's different ways. And I think the there's different ways that spirits are that mediums, I should say, connect with spirit. So I think the the one that the most people would have heard over the years is a clairvoyant. Okay. Um, now clairvoyance means clear seeing. Clear means clear and voyance means seeing. So clairvoyant is someone who sees clearly or sees the energy of spirit. Okay. 
Then you've got um, clear audience. Audience or a, a clear audience. Clear means clear and audience means hearing. Okay. So a clear audience is someone who hears the energy of spirit. Okay. Clear sentience is clear feeling. Clear senses or clear feeling. Clear alliance is clear smelling. Okay. There's a few different ones. I'm not going to confuse you. But in general, you can tell you know, I mean, obviously nowadays we've got Google, okay? But as long as you know that that word does mean something and that you can Google it to see exactly what the ability of the medium is, and then you can um, connect that to the personality of your loved one. Okay, okay. so again, for example, I have an aunt in spirit. Um, we were quite close. I called her my London mother because I lived with her when I was working in London. And um, she passed away, God bless her, at 61. Now, um, she hated photographs. She wouldn't let anybody take a photograph of her or a video of her, okay? Um, but she would talk to anybody. She would talk to anybody. She had no secrets. Everything was open. So I know if I'm going to connect with her, I'm not going to go to a medium who can see her. I'm going to go to a medium maybe who can feel her energy or who can hear her. Because I know she'll talk to strangers. She'll tell everything to strangers. Okay. Um, so the first thing that you need to understand about yourself before you start asking your loved ones in spirit for signs is how do you perceive the energy of spirit? Okay. Now, the only way to do this is to start keeping a diary. Now, don't worry, I'm not asking you to sit down every night and journal, okay? But what I'm asking is that you have a small, cheap notebook that you've picked up in a supermarket. And anytime you see something, if you see a robin on the windowsill, write it down, the date, the time, saw a robin, okay? Um, if you hear a particular song on the radio, maybe when you're in a shop or something, so you write it down, the day, the time, the song that you heard, okay? So what you're doing is you're making a list of all the times that you have perceived that you're getting a sign from spirit. And, you know, after several weeks, you look back over this list and you'll mark off all the things you've seen or all the things you've heard or all the feelings that you get. Or maybe like Liz, you smell something. OK, so, you know, when you smell it, when you smell something, um, you know, write that down because that's a, a different way of connecting as well. Okay. So then it's like those old, um, if anybody ever did them years ago, there used to be loads of quizzes in magazines and you'd mark off all your answers. And then if you were mostly A, you'd be this kind of person. And if you were mostly B, you'd be that kind of person and so on. And it's like that. So if you mostly see signs from spirit, you know, if you most if you see shadows, if you see, you know, um, somebody standing at the doorway, if you see a face in a mirror, if you're seeing robins or dogs or cats or whatever it might be, then you're clairvoyant. You know, if you're smelling stuff, whatever, you're clairalliant. If you're hearing stuff, you're clairaudient and so on and so forth. OK, so just figure out. What is the most common way that you perceive the energy of spirit around you? Because this will help you to ask for the correct signs that you need. OK, so for example, OK, now I call it an ability or uh, tongue in cheek, a superpower. OK, so once you know what your superpower is, then you can you know what questions to ask of your loved ones. OK, 
So for example, if you're someone who sees more signs from spirit, well, then if you want to get a sign from your loved ones in spirit, if there's something you want to ask them, then you're going to ask them first a visual sign. Okay. A bird, a butterfly, a feather, a robin, a flower, a particular kind of car. You know, there's lots of different things that you can ask them, but it has to be something you see. Okay. Because that's the way that you perceive the energy of spirit. If you're someone, for example, who hears more things from spirit, okay, maybe hear their voice, hear their favorite song all the time on the radio or on an ice cream truck that's passing by or, um, you know, different sounds. One of my signs is um, the, the sound of a two-stroke motorbike engine, okay, which aren't as common these days as they were in years gone by. But, um, you know, it's one of the signs that I would ask a loved one of mine, who he, Kevin, that died in the motorcycle accident. Uh, he was a two-stroke guy. Anybody that's into motorbikes will understand the snobbery with the with the two-strokes. And um, I see lots of questions coming in, guys. So just so you know, I'm going to go back over them um, in a few minutes, okay? Um, I, I I won't go past them with, without um, touching on each one. So if you hear, if you're a clear audience who hears, so you're going to ask for those kind of audible signs, okay? A song, a voice, a dog barking, all those kind of things, okay? So it depends on your superpower. <laughs> Lolly's also saying she loves the sound of two strokes. And it's also a sign, Lolly, that I get. I used to have a two-stroke bike myself. And um, I love the smell of two stroke oil. I know that sounds I don't I don't sniff it or anything. But when I get that smell of two stroke oil, it just brings me right back to being with that person. You know, so I just love it. <laughs> Lolly's going, oh, yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> OK, so. um so, yes, the important thing is to know your own ability. OK, because only, you know, your loved ones in spirit. I or other mediums don't know your loved one, okay? We don't know if they fed birds, played piano, smoked cigars, pipes. You know, we don't know, did they sing or, um, you know, play the ukulele? We don't know anything about them, okay? So it's easier for you to, to get those little visual signs than it is for us, okay? And also, you know the issues that you're looking for guidance on. So you can ask them directly. OK, so when someone comes into me for a reading, I don't know that you're thinking of marrying your partner or I don't know that you've lost your engagement ring or whatever. OK, <laughs> Liz is saying I found out about her butter. We did. <laughs> OK, so um, because, you know, I'm sorry, I'm going to take a little drink. I know it doesn't make for good listening, but um, there's a lot of talking involved. My apologies. So as I say, you know your loved one and you know their habits um, and their personality. So you can control the energy around you to make it easier for your loved one to give you a sign. Okay, so what do I mean by that? Right. So say, for example, if you're going to ask your granddad for a sign, okay, so say, for example, if you have a granddad or any other person in spirit who would have smoked a pipe when they were alive. OK, and if you're someone like Liz who smells, you know, the aftershave or perfume or whatever 
Okay, so you want granddad to give you a sign so you know that you're going to smell his pipe whenever granddad's around because granddad was never around without his pipe and the pipe is part of who he was to you. So this you say, granddad, can you come and let me know, you know, if I should marry this guy, for example, okay, just off the top of my head. So you're going to say, granddad, come to me if you think I should marry him. Well, you're going to be waiting if you've asked for that over the next 24 or 48 hours, not longer. You, they're not going to wait seven days to come back to you with an answer. They're going to come back as quickly as possible. OK, so you're going to be waiting for the smell of granddad's pipe to give you that sign because you know that about him and to control your energy to make it easier for him. You're not going to drown yourself in perfume on that day and you're not going to spray the whole house with um air freshener and you're not going to use shake and vac on the carpets you know or febreze on the curtains because all those things the smell would be all around the house whereas you want to keep a neutral you know smell in the house because you want to be able to identify granddad's pipe the smell of it when it comes through okay so you can control the atmosphere at home by doing that. So maybe a day when you're going into the office isn't a good day to ask granddad to come around because, you know, the, the lady that sits opposite you might always be doused in perfume and then you're not going to smell granddad's pipe. Okay. Does this make sense to you guys? What I'm saying? So, um, and another way that you can, um, you know, control the energy around is um, if you have a mother in spirit, for example, okay, and you want her, you say to her, ma'am, I just need to know that everything's going to be all right. Will you sing your favorite song for me? Okay. Now, obviously, ma'am's not here. She can't sing her favorite song for you. But um, maybe for I'm trying to think songs that my mother sang going around the house when I was growing up. My mother used to always sing that chirpy, chirpy, cheap, cheap song. You know that one? Where's your mama gone? Where's your mama gone? Okay. Um, and so if, if my mother is still here, thank God, but if she wasn't, and I was asking her to sing that song, you know, she sang that, or she sang, I never prom." my mother always sang, um, I beg your pardon. I never promised you a rose garden. So older songs. Okay. So if I wanted her to come and give me a sign that all would be well, and I asked her to sing a song, how is she going to sing that song for me? Okay. I can't keep the house really quiet. I have to have some white noise on in the background. So maybe I have a radio on in the background or I have a telly on in the background or something. Or if I'm out and about, I'm aware of the sounds that are run around me. Okay. Because these are songs that aren't played every hour at the top of the hour. They're not the power play these days. Okay. So they're old songs. So, you know, I could be in a shop maybe looking for a pair of jeans or something and the song might come on the radio i could be walking down the street and maybe somebody will pass with the window open in a car and i'll hear a bit of the song you know you have to make sure that there's noise around you something that your your spirit whether it's your mother or anybody else that they can manipulate this uh noise into the song for you okay so you have to give them a head start. You have to give them the ability to control the energy. Okay, I hope this is making sense to you guys. So it's all about making the um, making it easier for them, I suppose, because only you know, um, Colin, I'm going to come back to the questions in a few minutes. Only you know um, the personality and the habits, as I say, of your loved ones. So if you take that into account and ask them for a very specific sign, 
okay really and truly if you ask them for a very specific sign and something that's within their um within their range of knowledge so for example my granny you know passed away in 1982 so if i asked her to show me something from home and away she's not going to know that because home and away didn't exist when she passed away okay so um i just see a quick one there from um mary she was having a shower and she'd asked her mother for a sign and then she started singing a doris day song so she manipulated your energy i loved doris day god rest her soul i love doris day whip crack away whip crack away that's my favorite one okay so um what can they help you with what can you look for help um from spirit with basically anything you know anything that's going on in your life they're going to want to help you okay so you can ask them for advice on your career uh relationship advice family disagreements you know you can even ask them if you if it really um you know is something that that's playing on your mind you know what color are you going to paint the bedroom you know you can ask them whatever but just remember that they don't care what you're having for dinner tonight okay they don't care about those things you have whatever you fancy okay so someone's just asking there can they help with depression they can definitely give you extra energy okay i mean obviously i would say to you you know don't bypass the normal channels that you would go down for help but you would ask your loved ones to be around you you would ask them to give you encouraging signs because if you get signs from spirit carmel you will not believe the way that you will be walking on air okay really and truly i um i know this lady i met her through business and she had asked for a specific sign and she really i don't know i'd say she was a believer but not necessarily thinking that it would happen so quickly and she asked me you know um what should i ask for what should i ask for so i asked her about her loved one and we agreed on a sign and the following morning when she opened up the curtains the sign was there waiting for her okay so um please you know if you ask for a sign be ready to receive it okay so be ready to receive the love the affection you know maybe the news that you don't want to hear if you're asking someone from their for their opinion be prepared to hear it okay but um carmel i would say getting a sign from a loved one in spirit will lift you up no end okay so do ask them you're more than welcome pet do ask them whatever it is that's on your mind guys okay so i've written down a few examples here you can hear me flicking over my notebook here but i'm terrible i keep getting distracted by reading your comments so i said i'd read my own uh, notes and i'm finding it hard to read my own handwriting here but anyway i've written down a few um examples okay ask them for a specific question and expect the answer within the coming hours okay so like that if you ask a question going to bed you you may actually get the sign um in your dream or you may get the sign you know first thing in the morning um so sorry i don't know what i've done i i dropped my um earphones so i hope you can hear me okay um so for example okay so just a couple of examples here of the way that the signs can come through for you okay so if you asked for someone for advice on your career okay so let's say for example if you um if you had 
let me see. Okay, so say you were trying to decide between two jobs. Can I just ask if you can hear me okay? Because I dropped my earphones, so I'm not sure they work. <laughs> uh, so just give me a yes or a thumbs up if you can hear me, if you don't mind. Um, Elaine Crabb wants to come in. More than welcome, Elaine. I'll just ask you to wait um, um, until I, I finish speaking and they will bring bring you in. I did allow you. Yes, thank you, guys. You can hear me. Okay, sorry. I, I kind of have the earphones on quite loosely because my ears are playing up today, so I keep dropping them. Sorry about that. Okay, so say if you were looking for advice on your career. So say if you were someone that was trying to decide between two jobs. Okay, so say if I wanted if I was offered two jobs and one of them maybe was working as a secretary in an office or the other one was working as, I don't know, a supply order person on a building site, right? Oh, you're fine, Elaine. That's okay. <laughs> you're probably listening to me talking. Elaine said she dropped her phone and she called in by accident. I said she's probably listening to me talking about dropping my earphones. Um, but so um, if you want had to decide between those two jobs, so one is in a nice tidy office and one is maybe, you know, walking around a building site, building site you know, taking orders of materials from guys or whatever. So um, if I asked, say, my granddad in spirit, OK, you know, which job should I take, granddad? Which one do you think would be better for me? OK, well, I might go to sleep. And I might dream about that tonight. OK, so if I dream and in my dream, Dolly Parton is singing nine to five to me. OK, or in my dream, I see the video of YMCA, you know, the builder guy at YMCA, you know, so this could be one of the signs. So obviously, if I see Dolly Parton singing nine to five, my granddad is trying to tell me um, Oh, Sandy, take the job in the nice warm office. Okay, you finish at five o'clock every day, you'll be out the door. But if I see maybe um, the guy dressed up as a builder uh, singing, doing the YMCA dance, well, then he might be telling me, you know, uh, Sandy, I think, you know, I think you'd really get on on the build, building site. Go for it, girl. Okay. So this is one of the ways that we can get uh, messages from spirit. So it's been very aware of it i'm I, I'll, I'll tell you in a minute about a dream that i did have recently um so say for example a second um example say if you were having trouble in your relationship okay so say you're married for 10 years and all of a sudden you know things start to go wrong or whatever and then you ask your mother ma'am you know if, if your mother was in spirit you say ma'am give me a sign you know is this the right thing? Should I stick with it and try or is it gone? OK, and then uh, you're walking through the hallway a couple of hours later and your wedding picture falls off the wall. OK, and, you know, it was well hung up. It's been there for a while and, you know, it was professionally hung and all that. But all of a sudden it just drops on the floor in front of you. Then I think your man would be giving you a sign to say that, you know, this relationship is wrong. <laughs> OK. Um, and, you know, say, for example, just the last one that I've written down here is if you're worried about your health. Okay. So say if, okay, I don't know. Say if um, maybe you felt a lump somewhere on your body. Okay. And you're worried, you know, should I go and get this checked? Is it nothing? Am I panicking? Blah, 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 blah. And you ask for a sign maybe from your grandmother and then you smell your grandmother's perfume. Okay. You know, 
what she trying to, you know, it depends on the question. Remember I said, you must ask a specific question. So if you think that this lump might be developing into something, um, but your nan had passed with maybe a breast cancer or something, you know, then she'd be coming to you to tell you, go and get it checked. Remember what happened to me? She's not telling you you have cancer, but she's telling you to go and get it checked because you can't ignore it. Okay. So just some of the little signs that you could see around you. Okay. I hope they make sense. We'll talk about them more. Um, so yeah, I suppose what I'll probably do now is go into the questions because you have um, an understanding now of how the process works. But I understand that it's not necessarily um, it's not necessarily easy to spot the signs. I make it sound easy and I give you uh, really easy um, examples, but it's not always so easy. And I did mention about a dream I had recently. So we were um, I told you, I think my son was 14 um, on the 3rd of January and, um, you know, um, I told you we lost a dog just a year ago and, you know, it was his dog and we've all been very upset over it. And so there was some talk and he said he would like to get a new dog for his birthday. OK. Now, I was a bit stressed over getting another dog. We have one dog here still and I know she'd love a playmate, but I take it very seriously. Um, the whole thing about getting a dog. Um, so I asked for a sign from a loved one in spirit. And I'll never forget it because that night I woke up in a sweat. I was after having a dream that I'd had another baby and this baby was a dog and I was trying to get the, the dog to take a dummy, right? I know it's a silly little dream, but um, I, the message that I was getting from my loved one in spirit was that taking on the responsibility of a baby dog, to me, that's the same as taking on the responsibility of having a new baby. And, you know, there's no way I have a baby in the house uh, now at this point in my life. I want to be freer now than I have been over the last 21 years raising children, you know, uh, a dog baby. Exactly. But the point was that, you know, I was getting the sign that I would be tied down again, the same as if I had a baby, because you can have a dog for a long, long time. OK, and um, I want to be freer to travel more in years to come. So I, I'm not ready for that commitment. So my son got um, a pool table for his birthday. So we didn't get another dog, uh, which I know is terrible because dogs need homes. But, you know, I do take it very seriously, the commitment of having a dog. And um, I'm peeing myself here at your dream. Thought it was only me that had dreams like that. No, I have dreams like that all the time, Liz. You would not believe it. Oh, honestly. Um, there's a line from an, an old film. I think um, I think it was Justin Timberlake said it in a movie. Uh, even Magnum P.I. couldn't figure out what's going on in my head sometimes. <laughs> okay, so I've just scrolled back up and I'm going to have a look at some of the comments or questions here. Martina, when my nephew was young, he saw a lot of spirits. He was never discouraged from it. My mum told him, told them to leave him alone. Think he sees them now he's older. I can hear them and see them now and again. Exactly. And you know, your mum told them to leave him alone, but unless he tells them they're unlikely to leave him alone, but maybe he was scared and, and they would back off a little bit. But um, yeah, if he, I, I don't know what age your nephew is now, 
But um, I hope he's making more sense of it and that he's not scared because there's nothing to be scared of. If he were to ask them himself to leave, they definitely would. Eileen said, I had moved two months before my dad passed. He fell in love with my back garden. Oh, bless him. Only last week we started to do the garden and a robin has sat on the fence every time we walk out to do anything. So dad's letting you know that he's there. A robin or a butterfly, they're real signs from spirit, you know. Um, and that just makes me think that dad is there with you because that's on your mind. And don't forget that the communication is different with the spirit worlds. They can e they even know when you're thinking about them. So every time you step outside to do something in the garden, your dad knows this. He knows you're thinking about him and he wants to let you know that he's with you. OK, I think that's lovely. I hope it brings you peace, Elaine. Um, Lolly, the other day I was feeling a little down and missing my mum. Oh, Lolly, I'm so sorry. So I asked her to just send me a little sign. I asked her to give me the sign of the month of June. Oh, her mother, her name was June. I put TV on for a little bit and within five minutes, the person on TV said the month of June. Oh, I love that sign, Lolly, you know, um, because her name is June. I was born in May, in May and my mother always said she was sorry she didn't call me Amy. Um, it's an anagram of May. Um, I love those names that connect to your birthday or something like that. But I also love family names as well. But I love that sign the the lady on the telly just mentioned the month of June, you know, and it can happen just within a few minutes. Um, it, you've just reminded me of a sign that someone told me that they had as well. Um, their loved one in spirit had loved horses. And uh, I don't know if there's something to do with horse racing. There was some connection with horses there. And uh, she said when she came home from work one evening and she got something to eat and she sat down with a cup of tea and flicked on the telly. The first six channels that she clicked on had horse racing on them. Six channels of horse racing. And she said, OK, well, that's my sign. Thank you. <laughs> OK, so um, I love those little signs. Um, in the past few days, I've opened the door in the morning. There has been a little white feather. I've kept them all. OK, so you have to think, Liz, what does that mean to you? OK, where does the white feathers come in with you? Was there someone in spirit who maybe used to wear a coat with feathers on or a scarf with feathers on or had a feather boa or something? Maybe somebody kept chickens or swans or something. So what does the feather mean to you? So you need to think about the connection of the sign. Or on the other hand, have you asked your angels for a sign? Not just your loved one in spirit, but have you asked your angels for a sign? This could also be an angel sign. Okay. Um, okay, let's see. Okay, Jennifer says, when I feel down about my granddad, I don't see any signs, but I get a feeling he's telling me to stop being upset and he tries to lift my mood. You know, that's all that they can do is try and make us feel better. They can't necessarily fix anything for us here. Okay. But, you know, I'm always giving the example that, you know, when you think about someone, it's like you're you're sending a radio wave out into the universe and they're a walkie talkie who picks up on that wave you've sent out. And in an instant, they're here. OK, because they don't have a physical body. All they need to do is think themselves somewhere and then they're there. So in an instant, he can be there with you. So when you start to feel down and your, your thoughts go to your granda, he's picking up that that energy from you in the spirit world and in a second he's there with you and of course he's trying to stop you being upset 
nobody likes to see somebody else get upset or crying. Okay. Another thing that's really good to look out for when you're feeling down is your uh, totems. So a totem is an animal spirit guide. Okay. And they come to us at the times in our lives where we feel very, very low. So whether you kept pets and had lost pets or you have an animal spirit guide, sometimes we, we just feel maybe a rub against our legs or against our face or we feel like something sitting on our lap or something. Um, so be aware for signs that there's animals around you because they come to us at the times of our lives where we need the most moral support. OK, so maybe granddad brings a whole farm with him when he comes. Um, what happens if I have a few of them? Touch, smell, and smell, touch, smell, and smell Robin and hearing a song. Of course, you can have several different ways of getting signs, you know. Um, I'm, I'm clairvoyant um, and clairsentient, but it doesn't mean, so that means I see and I feel spirit, and that's the main ways that, you know, I communicate. But it doesn't mean that I don't hear things either, okay? The reason I'm asking you to note the main way is because if you have one way that, you know, happens more like your visual signs, then it's going to be easier for you to perceive that sign and to understand it and interpret it in the right way. OK, whereas if you're trying to figure out, was that a sign? Was it not a sign? Maybe I didn't hear what I thought I heard, you know, then it's going to take away from the sign you're receiving. So make it easier for you and make it easier for your loved ones in spirit. OK. Um, I smell my mother in her bedroom every time I walk in. Oh, Mary, your poor mom. Hey, Colin. As you mentioned ukuleles, I did mention ukulele. Last week, my friend was around with her new ukulele. After playing it for a while, she kept it down. And five minutes later, with no one touching it, it just exploded. The bridge and strings just flew up into the air. Both of us are around musical instruments all our lives and have never known this to happen. Could you shed any light onto what may have happened? Thank you. Okay, so... This is something that without necessarily making a connection with someone in spirit, um, it's very hard for me to know. OK, so it's not like just somebody said a robin on the back fence, you know, and I can read that and know from what she told me that um, it's her dad, because I don't know who that girl. So it's not you. It's your friend. OK. I don't know who she has in spirit and I don't know what they might be angry about. OK, and generally when you find something like this, you know, it can be somebody angry. Now, I'm, I'm not trying to worry you because I'm not saying this is a sign. But, you know, I've had several signs over the years from loved ones in spirit. Uh, we had someone who was very angry over something once and he literally picked up a picture of a mantelpiece and fired it to the other side of the room and it smashed against the wall at the other side of the room. Literally, you know, it was in the house. There was no big wind blowing through the room or anything. And it landed down behind the couch at the other side of the room. OK, that was somebody that was angry about something. Um, my uncle that passed away a couple of years ago, his brother had passed maybe about a year and a half before him and they were very close. And um, obviously that was another uncle of mine, but they were brothers. And um, he was in the kitchen one day. Now, I'm not saying this is going to happen to your friend. I'm just trying to give you, um, you know, a selection of things that it, it that can be maybe what Spirit is trying to get across to us. So, um, yeah, he was in the kitchen and he'd left a glass out and he went to the fridge. He left a glass just beside the sink and he walked across to the fridge to get out a carton of orange juice. 
And just as he turned back around to head back to the sink to pour out the orange juice, the glass exploded, just exploded in the kitchen like that. Okay. And it was a warning because something happened two days later. Okay. I won't uh, go into it because I don't want to worry you. It doesn't mean anyone's going to get hurt or die or anything like that. But what I'm trying to tell you is that sometimes things like this can be a sign. Okay. Um, because there's no reason for a ukulele to just explode like that. Now, of course, I have in my head this big explosion in your living room or something. Um, I'm not sure exactly what way it fell apart. But um, it does sound like somebody like pulled it um, and tore it apart a little bit, maybe, if that makes sense. Um, so it really depends on who she has in spirit and um, what may be going on around her. Okay. it's a, It sounds to me like a little bit of um a warning to 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 keep her eyes open for something okay i know that doesn't help very much but um as i say it it's your friend it's between her and her loved ones in spirit and she needs to think about what's been going on around uh around her and around the family and uh, see if she can make sense of it okay uh maggie in the past week, time after time keeps coming on the radio, TV, etc. Random times. Ma'am used to love Cindy Lauper original. And I'm assuming it's the Cindy Lauper original that you're hearing. Um, so for those of you who were with us last week, um, if Maggie doesn't mind me saying, um, we've had Maggie on and Maggie's here every week. Thank you. I appreciate the support. Um, Maggie's mom passed away um, a week and a half ago now. It'll be two weeks on Saturday, um, as I recall. And she actually got a message here live on the show last week from her mother, who was only several days past. And um, so her mom isn't even two weeks in spirit yet. And she's already getting signs from her. I mean, when can you ever hear Cindy Lauper singing time after time on the radio? You know, I haven't heard anything about her passing away or anything. So um, I can only assume it's your mom trying to get that song out to you i think i told you before maggie i'm not sure but i know i talk about kevin a lot but he was my first i suppose big serious loss when i was a teenager but um let's see he died in july it was my birthday on the 30th of may so on my birthday he had given me um a beautiful 1980s uh, hi-fi as we used to call them it was a double cassette with a radio and two big speakers you know one of those lovely things and um, of course I cherished it because it was the last present I'd gotten from him he died in July and um, my mother kept it for me all those years while I was off on my travels and living abroad and whatever so when we built the house here when we moved back to Ireland and built the house here she came out one day all delighted and she had this stereo with her and it was just so lovely to see it and it was the summertime and I had the paddling pool out the back for the kids. So I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to use that um, stereo now. And I took out the extension lead, brought it out to the patio and I turned it on. OK, and now this was like not used for a good maybe 15, 20 years. I'd say closer to 20 now. But the minute I turned it on, it was actually tuned into a radio station and it was playing a Queen song, you know, Freddie Mercury. So Kevin had given me this stereo and Freddie Mercury and Queen, they were his favorite band. He just loved listening to Freddie Mercury. Um, he passed away, God bless him, before Freddie Mercury did. But um, I just thought, you know, this is a sign from him. He knows that I still have the stereo. He knows that I'm using it, you know. So I love that thing of songs and at random times where you hear an old song that you haven't heard 
in years. Okay. So Maggie, I love that. And I love that your mother's so active that she's just trying to get across to you that she's not only okay, uh, not only feeling more herself, but that she's around you. You poor thing. You've had a terrible couple of weeks. Uh, we talked about Mary singing Doris Day in the shower. <laughs> um, Elaine, my dad loved Queen. <laughs> there you go. And since he passed 12 weeks ago, I've heard it everywhere and walked into an electrical shop. And the first thing I saw was a record player with Queen's greatest hits record sitting on it. Love it. And a record that would be very much your dad's generation. Queen records. OK, we have Queen all over the place in this house because my 14 year old is a huge fan. And we were actually I was just online before I came live on the podcast because we're going to see Queen in London in um, June. It was it's been postponed now for the last two years. So um, I hope hopefully it does go ahead this year. And they've just taken away all the COVID restrictions in the UK. So that's good news. So um, sorry, I digress. Um, first of all, Elaine, I'm so sorry to hear that you lost your dad 12 weeks ago. That's such a huge loss. And I'm sure everybody here on the podcast that their love goes out to you, too. Um, but look, if Queen and Freddie Mercury were his thing, just like Kevin, you know, you're going to see it, you're going to hear it. And you know, the funny thing years ago, Elaine, I don't know where you're from, but years ago, I went to see um, a medium called Colin Fry, if you've ever heard of him. He was in the University Concert Hall in Limerick and he had TJ Higgs with him. I am. Um, I, I, I've met her. I, I did some training with her afterwards. But it was funny because I, I bought the book and I went up to get him to sign the book. And as I stepped up to him, uh, he said, oh, my God, I can hear Freddie Mercury singing. He said, why is Freddie Mercury singing for you? Now, Freddie Mercury wasn't singing for me, you know, because I don't really remember Queen being that famous. But um, I mean, I know they're famous, but I don't wouldn't remember their heyday per se. Um, and it just had to be that Kevin was there, you know, so I hope someday that you get that kind of validation, too. Um, and maybe even me talking about Queen above is <laughs> maybe a little validation, too, um, because genuinely I hadn't read your comment. I, I went and started from the top. But again, Elaine, I'm so, so sorry. Liz is saying that her old dad was a big G Jim Reeves fan. Was Jim Reeves the tie a yellow ribbon around the old oak tree guy? I remember um, my mother having a box of cassettes when I was growing up, and I used to love putting on all the old time cassettes. Um, I And, you know, half the songs, I'd know them all, but I wouldn't know who sang them. Um, there was a song about um, a little boy called Bingo. Oh, Bimbo, 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 where are you going to go? Yo? Was that Jim Reeves as well? I can remember all these songs listening to the old cassettes. But anyway, sorry, Liz. My dad was a big Jim Reeves fan. Every time I say, oh, dad, I wish you were still here with me. TV, radio, whatever and wherever. Danny Boy or the Isle of Innisfree comes on his favorite songs. I never knew that Jim Reeves sang those songs. I'm going to look that up now. But I do remember listening to my man's cassette tapes. But look. Um, you know, if you're talking to your dad and then you start hearing not only his favorite songs, but his favorite songs sang by his favorite singer. Sure, I can't make it any plainer than that feel is. Um, but isn't it lovely to be able to recognize those signs for yourself, too? OK, so let's see. New to this, don't know what I'm clicking on. You're all right, Jennifer, and welcome. Um, anybody else got any questions? Let's see. Okay. I dream of people's funerals. Oh, Christine, I dream of people's funerals the whole time. And I'm always reading the eulogy and I can remember it off to a T. It feels so real, but it's weird. Okay. So 
I wouldn't necessarily start or even attempt to interpret that dream for you. We had uh, Paul Gill on here a few weeks ago, Christine. Um, if you go back on the past episodes of the podcast, uh, we had um, Paul Gill on and he's a hypnotherapist, but he's also a dream interpreter. And he talks, um, talked to us a lot about dreams and stuff like that. So have a listen to that. But I do know that dreaming of death isn't necessarily doesn't necessarily mean that someone's going to die. It can be the end of an era. So I just wonder, you know, I don't like I, I can wonder, but I can't interpret it for you. I just wonder, you know, are you dreaming of people, you know, and then maybe finding that, you know, they're leaving the job. You, maybe you'll work with them and they're leaving the job or maybe their neighbors that are moving away or maybe their friends you're falling out with. Is it happening that after you dream of their funeral that they're leaving your life, you know, is it like the end of their stay in your life, if that makes sense? Joanne is saying, I struggle with the thought of getting another dog. Ditto. Losing my golden retriever really broke my heart this time. I don't know if I could take it again. And I feel that way too, Joanne. I really do. I totally understand it. Um, um, as I say, like, you know, I've said it here before, I was raised by a single mother who was always out at work, so she couldn't take on the responsibility of a dog. So we always had cats. So the dog that I have here sleeping by my feet at the moment, I have a German Shepherd. Uh, she was my first dog. And then we got the other guy to keep her company. He was actually a year younger, but he passed away. He had a de 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 degenerative, I can't even see it, degenerative thing in his back. Um, and he ended up not being able to walk, so he had to be helped um, to leave. But my heart broke. My heart's still breaking. I have an Amazon Alexa, if that's what you call it. You know, those little screen ones on my desk here. And I have, um, it's like I have photos of him and it scrolls through all these photos throughout the day. And I talk to him about different things still. You know, he's passed away more than a year, maybe coming up to 14 months now. Um, so I totally get where you're coming from. Like grief is awful. And everyone said to me, you should get another dog, you should get another dog and blah, blah, blah. I'm not ready for that. I, you know, and I probably will never get another dog. I want to be able to travel once the kids are finished school and gone to college and stuff. I want to be freer to travel. I know that sounds selfish, but it would sound worse if I had a dog and I was putting it into, um, a kennels every three or four weeks, you know? Um, so I'm not going to do that to another dog. So I, I hope you don't think I'm selfish. I hope you think that I'm being responsible in my decisions, but it played on my mind so much that I asked for a sign from spirit. Um, so if you're still grieving your dog, Joanne, I'm not going to tell you you should or you shouldn't get another dog. It depends on your personal circumstances, but why not ask for a sign from spirit? Okay. You could easily ask someone from spirit. Okay. If I'm to get another golden retriever, I need to see one on my journey to work tomorrow. Okay. So you can give such a specific direction to somebody in spirit to say that you need to see um, a golden retriever on your journey to work if you're to get another one. Totally up to you. Maybe you've your decision made without a sign from spirit, but that would be an easy one to ask spirit for. Um, I also dream and can go to the toilet and come back, continue on. So, yeah, I know, Christine, right? As long as you don't dream about going to the toilet, because <laughs> that can be dangerous. Uh, Jennifer says, I see no signs from my granddad. Should I be worried? You can feel him around. That in itself is a sign, Jennifer. But my question to you would be, have you ever asked him for a sign? 
how does he know what you're looking for if you don't actually say it to him? So tell granddad, you know, I mean, don't ask him what you're going to have for dinner or should you have sugar in your tea? You know, if there's something going on, you know, and you want to know what he thinks about it, you know, say, well, if you think that I should go ahead with this, then, you know, think about your granddad. Okay. Think about, you know, what was his, his thing? You know, did he play the harmonica? Did he uh, smoke cigarettes? Did he do tap dancing? You know, so if, for example, if my granddad was a tap dancer and I said to him, you know, granddad, um, you know, I had an argument with my brother, should I ring him? Okay. Um, and then I I could hear, I said to him, you know, come and, and dance for me if if you think I should should give him a call. And then I randomly either hear tap dancing on the wooden floor or maybe a tap dance and comes on the television or something. Okay. So, um, you know, it's lots of adverts that have those kind of um, things on them and maybe one just comes up immediately, you know? So um, I'm guessing maybe your granddad wasn't a tap dance, but it's just an example. Okay. So no, you definitely shouldn't be worried um, because I'm guessing that maybe you haven't asked him for a specific sign. Okay. I can often feel spirits, or at least I think I am, but going to try and practice looking out for more signs as I don't know who the spirits are. Yes, Lottie. And if you think, um, you know, that there's somebody in particular that's around you, then ask them for a relevant sign. Okay. And don't make it like a trick say, well, you know, if you're my auntie Jean, make sure I hear the song that was the first dance at your wedding. Like don't make it difficult because I couldn't even tell you what the first dance was at my wedding. Okay. So, you know, say it out. If it's you, play me this song. And then if after 24 hours you haven't heard that song, then say, well, okay, it's not you, Auntie Jean. Okay, if it's you, um, Grandad, you know, I want to hear a trumpet in the next 24 hours. Okay, and you can figure it out that way. Okay, I hope that makes sense. Martina, she taught him how to do this. He's fine with it all. He's 23 now. Okay, that's fair enough. That's your nephew. Um, I'm glad he's okay with it. Um, my daughter had a butterfly for years called Emily, but she said she moved to America when she was six. Oh, that's so cute. And, you know, sometimes spirits do move on and we have different, um, I wouldn't necessarily say different guides, but maybe different, um, different communicators, you know, for different stages and for different things, depending on what her needs were up to a certain point. Okay. Um, but my feeling on that, just from my own personal, obviously I haven't spoken to your daughter um, and I don't even know what your name is because um, there's just random letters there. But, um, you know, around the age of six or seven, our logic starts to kick in and, you know, she would kind of realize around that age, I shouldn't have a friend that's a butterfly and butterflies don't have names and, you know, people don't go around with butterflies, you know, so all these questions would have been coming in. So in some ways she can almost like force that energy away. I did it myself, you know, so you kind of push the energy away because you feel kids just want to be the same as other kids. No kid wants to be different. Okay. Uh, Jennifer says she often prays to her angels. My poor wee budgie Joey. Morris shouted at, at it one night to show to shut up and Joey just keeled over. He got an awful shock. Oh, your poor budgie. The poor little bit. And maybe, maybe, um, maybe poor Joey was shouting because he was in pain. You're not gonna know that with a budgie, you know. Um, but look, 
holding guilt over something like that really doesn't help anybody. Poor Al Morris. Joanne, I have a few times when I'm just waking up and I close my eyes for a few seconds more. I see what looks like an opening in the clouds and a dog looking down from heaven at me. I swear it's my Rusty. It makes me feel like he's watching me from heaven. Oh, bless that poor dog to give you this sign every single day. Poor little Rusty. And that just goes to show me, like that's, to me, that's him telling you that he misses you just as much as well, that he needs to see you every morning before he starts his day. Like how beautiful is that? Animals, like I really feel we don't deserve animals, especially dogs. We definitely don't deserve them. Okay. They're just too perfect, really and truly. Um, is that the end of all the questions? Let me just see. Jennifer loves Freddie Mercury also. Oh, wow. My parents have Freddie's tambourine. My dad caught it at a concert in Lansdowne Road in the 70s. Oh, my God, Christine, we're coming to visit you. If my if my son could touch something that Freddie Mercury touched. Now, my son wasn't born until 2008. He would just have a heart attack. Um, we have tickets for the, the Queen concert. Um in london and we're going to be in a box right behind roger's drum kit and he's just having heart failure at the thought of being within spitting distance of roger taylor <laughs> it's amazing and his brother got him um it was christmas before last his brother got him um my son plays the baron as well and we were going to get it um it's a drum skin it's um, one that was designed by Roger Taylor and it's red and it's got um, his logo on it. Um, and we were going to get it put onto a baron, but he says he's just going to keep it as, as perfect as it was the day it arrived. Uh, but it is a proper Roger Taylor drum skin. Um, so, yeah. Oh, my God. We're going to have to come and visit you. Definitely. Um, if you told my mum that she loves Freddie Mercury, yeah, my 14 year old, and he's got all their albums on vinyl as well. He says they sound so much better on vinyl than they do on um, MP3. So he, yeah, he's, he's a Puritan. <laughs> um, I'm from Dublin. I used to watch Colin Fry every week on TV. God rest poor Colin's soul. He was so good. I used to watch that. Do you know when you'd be sick from work and those things would be on in the afternoon? Um, Crossing over with Colin Fry was it was something like that was it crossing over with Colin Fry something like that I think and yeah he used to have a, an audience in and he used to read for them I used to love watching that too yeah I love Colin Fry God rest him let's see would babies be able to leave signs or messages I know Noah tells me she is here um I wonder if that's a way of telling of letting me know as I imagine being a baby she doesn't know significant things potentially. Okay, well, I disagree on that, Lottie. I, I think she know very specific things. Um, you know, children are born with everything that they need to know, but we treat them like babies and they forget a lot of it over the, the first couple of years of their lives. Okay, so like I've had connections from babies. So first of all, babies can give signs and messages without any doubt or questions. Doesn't matter if they're miscarried or stillborn or die young. Okay. Um, I've had them all come through with signs and messages. Okay. Um, I had a baby that was born um, with an illness. Um, I think he only lived like seven or eight weeks or something. But this baby was able to tell me the name of his nurse. And he was able to tell me that the nurse had cut off all her hair while she was nursing him. And he was able to tell me about the little outfit that the nurse was wearing. 
um, the specific color because they have colorful outfits. But this um, this nurse had a particular color. I think it was purple or something that she used to wear and had a particular cartoon character on it. And he was able to tell me and he was able to tell me his sister's name. And he was able to tell me about her being brought in to see him and lifted up to the incubator that he was in. So babies can give very specific information. Okay, don't think um, that they can't. They really, really do. Um, they're fully developed human beings, but we're not, as humans, we're not able to give birth to a fully developed human being. So they come to earth as babies. Okay, so um, ask for signs from your baby. You'll be able to get the most beautiful signs from her. Okay. Um, no, I did dream of my dad's funeral and then he had a stroke, but he's okay. Like, okay. So something changed for your dad. So it just depends. As I say, I'm not a dream interpreter. Um, I'm only kind of, you know, guessing from things I've heard or read. So I definitely would have to say that that's not my forte. I meant to say Charlie Lansborough singing the Isle of Inishfree, not Gentleman Jim. Oh, is that what they called Jim Reeves? Gentleman Jim. Oh my goodness. Um, I asked my granddad a few minutes ago if he's here to bring up the harmonica. Oh my God, Lolly. And there you, I mentioned the harmonica. And you know, normally I can't think of the name, but I call it a mouth organ most of the time. Um, but there you go. So your granddad, oh, bless him. Um, a tap dancer, he's more of a Navy man. Oh, Jennifer. So there, you know, you could get the smell of sea salt from him, you know. You might um, be browsing in a shop and all of a sudden come across a sailor top. I remember having beautiful sailor tops when I was when I was little. My mother loved me in a sailor top. I have some beautiful photos. Um, anything else? Good night, Carmel. I've grown Freddy Tash. Have you, Colin? Well, you're going to have to send us in a picture of that now. Uh, nothing wrong with the Freddy Tash. I think he did it to disguise his, um, his teeth more than anything else. Um, and my young fella had actually, you know, quite buck teeth. He has braces on at the moment and he had two out there a couple of weeks ago because, um, you know, to clear up space, they're bringing them all back in. And I said to him, I said, would you not want to keep them? You know, and you'd be much more like um, Freddie then. And he said, no, I can't sing like Freddie. So there's no point. <laughs> I read somewhere actually that Freddie was always afraid to get his teeth done in case it changed his voice. And I can understand that. Christine says she agrees with final. It's amazing to have though. He said he will come back and haunt me if I try to sell it when he's gone. <laughs> oh no, I'm not asking you to sell it. Um, I wouldn't be able to afford to buy it off you anyway, no doubt. But um, you know, what I, I'm saying is just to touch something that Freddie Mercury actually touched, my son would have a heart attack. Honestly, this morning, um, every morning on the way into school, he connects his phone to the you know, the hands-free in the car, whatever you call it. And he plays some um, something from Queen. This morning, he was playing um, a concert that they did live at the Rainbow Theatre in London back in the late 70s. And not only was he able to sing along with every song, some of them I had never heard. He was actually talking along every word that Freddie said between the songs. He knows every single word. Like, he's so ready for this concert. I said, Charlie, you're going to have to start listening to Adam Lambert. I said, because it's not going to be Freddie there. He said, oh, I know, I know, I know. He said, he'll be just as good. He'll be just as good. <laughs> He's so excited. But I think Freddie, you know, ideally it would be Freddie, but unfortunately that can't be. 
Um, really, there's no proof either. The crowd dived for it. My aunt slid it in her handbag and they kept rummaging as if they didn't have it, though, too. <laughs> I know I was at a Rod Stewart concert in Thoman Park uh, in Limerick a few years ago, and um, I got a football signed by him. You know, where he signs a bag of footballs. And the first one that he kicked out, I jumped up. We were right at the front by the barrier and I jumped up and I got my fingertips to it. Was standing behind me there was these two really tall guys and he just pulled it out of my hand and took it off of me so rod came over to the stage right in front of where we were and he, he handed it to the security guard and said give it to that girl there so i have um, a football signed by rod stewart um yeah so i was delighted with that i'm not sure if it's worth as much money as freddie mercury maybe someday god god love poor rod i'm not wishing anything on it but maybe someday when he's passed on it might be worth a bit of money <laughs> Good night, sunlight. My dad kept rummaging too as if he hadn't caught it and they only took it out of the hotel, so I'm not sure if there's any value. The kind and brand of instruments they used at the time, swear by affidavit, few other things we were told, but we know. Uh, swear by affidavit, I'm not really sure what you mean by that. But look, it's. I think that's something that you're never going to be looking to sell. I think it's going to be something that, I mean, what a pity that Freddie didn't sign it before he threw it, obviously. But... Um, like that was your dad's pride and joy. He caught it at a Queen concert and now you have it. So not only do you have that memorabilia from Freddie Mercury, it's also from your dad. And that's probably more important. It would be some amazing concert. I grew up listening to Queen. Absolutely, Maggie. I'm so looking forward to it. One of the best concerts I ever went to was Queen at Wembley. Absolutely fabulous. I can't imagine. He must have been amazing. Was that an 86, Liz? Or was it an earlier one? Let's see. I cut a sweaty towel Peter Frampton threw into the crowd at a concert many moons ago. Okay. Who's Peter Frampton? <laughs> I'm going to have to Google Peter Frampton. Um, I, I honestly don't know. And happy old new year. That was in 14th of January. I almost forgot. Happy old new year. Okay, so there's obviously some change of the moon or something. Is there? So you have to explain that one to me. I'm not great at those kind of things. Um, I just want you to tell me who Peter Frampton was before I, I say my good nights and log off. The other thing that I want to say to you guys is thank you so much. This is the 21st episode of the podcast. I hope you're enjoying it. Okay, and if it ever gets to the point where I'm boring you, I'll just say good night. But um, I've also had over 2000 downloads of the show. So I'm really pleased with that. So um, thank you all for listening in. You know, I really, really do appreciate it. He's a singer from the 70s. Okay, I'm going to look him up. I'm going to write it down though, because as soon as I've logged out um, and uploaded this, um, I'll have forgotten the name Peter Frampton. Yeah, the only thing I have is the thing from uh, Rod Stewart. July 13th, 1985. Was that, um, oh, was that Live Aid? Uh, was that not in 1985, um, Liz? Were you at Live Aid? Oh, my God. Never boring, Sandy. Oh, thank you, Murray. I appreciate that. Wednesday evenings wouldn't be the same. But thank you, as long as I'm not boring you. Um, so let's make a date for the same time next week, guys. If there's anything that you want me to talk about when I'm on, please do um, ask because I'm always open to, um, you know, suggestions. Guys, good night, everybody. Thank you so much for joining in. And I will see you same time, same place next Wednesday. Take care of everybody till then. Discussing everything.